We're so excited for today's episode. Welcome, beautiful listener. Welcome, Christina. Thank you. Your was... hair is fresh. Yeah, I was surprised. I thought this was going to be a different week of a different podcast. So you can look forward to that for next yes. week. Yes. Do you want to tell them what? Yes, so, well, the week after next week. Oh, yes, we do every other week. week. So, yeah, so you guys, I'm so excited because I know that we had talked about um, the Vespers talk about mind, body, and self love that I did with the incredible Ryan Barba. And we, it went really well, and we did the talk for the group. Um, But we just, we thought that it was so good that it would be such a sin to let it die in that moment. So Ryan actually came to the office last Friday and he recorded his um, his talk. And then we did a little Q&A after his talk. So you guys, like when, when I tell you, A, it was amazing. Like the talk is amazing. And yes, it is. Um, a non-secular talk, like it's a Catholic talk. Um, right, wait, non-secular. Non-secular means yeah, non-religious. Non-secular, yeah. Okay. So no, non-religious. No. Well, no, wait, non-secular. What non-secular does that mean? means say religious. Okay, so oh. secular is not religious. Oh, I have been I have been <laughs> botching that. I've been saying it as if I knew what I was talking about. Wait, so secular <laughs> means a religious so talk? No. No, it means, means a non-religious. non-religious. Oh, girl. <laughs> oh, so she nice. just spoke on the for-, for Forbes last week, so <laughs> pay no attention to the man behind the curtain. <laughs> I'm, wait, I'm actually horrified because I, wait, okay, so secular means religious. Oh, God. No, no, no. Secular means non-religious. Oh, gosh. Okay, okay. Secular means non-religious. Okay, well, anyway, it's a non-secular talk. I'm just going to say it's a religious talk. Yeah, like, yeah. It's, it's, yeah, it's better yes, to use I'm just going to use what I know. A normal term than oh, a double gosh, negative. Then yeah. to, oh, my gosh. But anyway, so, yes, it is, and it does, like, we do talk about, like, God and Jesus and all of that, but... Um, but I will say that it is just such, it's such important information that, and especially for men and like body language and even for women to hear like a good guy's perspective mm-hmm. on by body, mind, self-love, also like values and just all of mm-hmm. the things, um, And then we had a really candid conversation after and, you know, on our podcast, it's you and me, you know what I mean? It's you and me, baby. Um, But with Ryan, it was such a different perspective. Like Mm. it's a male perspective and it's shocking, you know, like, and, and even though we talk to men every day, no, 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 no. Was it? It wasn't we talk for you. to men yeah. every day, but it would be but, shocking for our, some of our listeners yes. because they're hearing a man's but, perspective from his yes. mouth. But also, it's interesting because I'm also a believer that sometimes there. You, I think that they'll listen. You guys will listen to next in two weeks. You guys will have that episode coming out. But today's episode is going to be absolutely fabulous. Um, It is just me and Christina, um, and we just have so much to get into. Um, So let's dive right in. Um, We're going to stars. They're just like us. In this segment, we discuss the top relationship-related stories in pop culture today and how to apply them to you in real life. Okay, so the big news right now is Kim Kardashian and Kanye West are officially getting a divorce. Officially? When was yeah. it made official? Um, It was made official a few days ago, um, mm. but oh, I think over the weekend. Because I had Kim been filed, following Kim it. Kim filed for divorce. Okay, I had been following yeah. it previously to that, and it wasn't yeah. It official, wasn't official. Right. Yeah, it wasn't official. There were definitely a lot of rumblings, and like allegedly they've been living kind of separate lives for the past year. And he's, you know, the thing, it's just such a tragic thing. Because I think that in real life, it's kind of this topic of mental illness in relationships. Because 
Kanye has been very open about having bipolar disorder. And it's been, he's had manic moments that we've witnessed like people have witnessed them I mean you not you but like Um, social media pop culture yeah Yeah. social media Mm -hmm. and his fans and um it's just you know it's it's very evident when Kanye is in that you know is having um, a manic, a manic, um, a manic, what is it called? Like, uh, yeah, a manic, they, they have an expression for it. Um, but yeah, so, and that, so it's just, my heart really goes out to them because I, yeah. yeah, and I, and I know that Kim was really supportive in navigating it with him. Um, and even there, there have been some really, really below the belt things that he said, um, on social media about their, about Kim's family. And it's just, it's not, obviously he wasn't in his, you know, in he wasn't in the right. proper, um, in his normal mental well, state. Well, let me ask yeah. you something else, Sandra. Have they been publicizing their relationship on Keeping Up with the Kardashians? Has he been on the show with them? He's been on the show a okay. bit. I don't think he's like a, I don't think he's a constant on the show. I don't watch Keeping Up with the Kardashians. Okay. It's too close to home because we literally, I just don't, it's just, it's not necessary for here. us to watch. We like live here. We we know like um so yeah, I don't know, but I don't know how in I know he's not like he is a main character obviously, but it's there it they yeah, they it's, haven't it's really basic. they haven't really aired dirty laundry on the show. No, how do you no, think it that no. may have impacted their marriage being on the show together or you don't no, think it had to do with no. that at all? I okay. think I think it I think it really I think they they clearly tried really hard and I think that a lot of people that are with a partner who have a mental illness mm-hmm. I think that they can really relate to what Kim has had to go through and what Kanye has had to go through obviously but I think that um I think it's just I I mean I personally really I, I adore the Kardashians I know all the things about them I know what people say but I just think that this even makes me love Kim. It makes me really feel such a level of empathy for her because it just goes to show that you could literally be a billionaire, but it doesn't matter because you like that she's struggling with issues that normal people struggle with. Like mental illness doesn't, it doesn't care how much money you make. So I think that, for the listeners and kind of in real life, I think that it's a, a conversation that is is really important to have. Just as, definitely, yeah. When as you're dating people, yeah. as you're dating someone, actually, that is a question that Dan asked me mm. as we were approaching engagement. Wow! And he just wanted to to get anything out that on the open that we would need to navigate together if. If there was something, if I was on any medication, if I just, that's a very important question. I would say to, in a relationship, obviously not in the first few dates, but as you're getting to know someone, as it's becoming more serious and you're discerning marriage with that person, mm-hmm. because it can really, do they see a therapist? Do they, How long have they seen a therapist? Are if, they open to seeing a therapist right? if ever S were to hit the fan? Mm-hmm. Totally. Yeah, and I actually mm-hmm. have interviewed a lot of women recently who have said, oh, actually, I don't do the interviews. I may have met with them. Yeah. But <laughs> yeah, who have said things like, I hope they see a therapist. And a lot mm-hmm. of women want men to see therapists, but it's yes. so funny because most men, that's the last thing that they ever want to do. It's so And then they, they tell me, the women will tell me, yeah, I want him to have seen, to be seeing a therapist. And then, but I really love manly men. Yeah. So I'm thinking, oh gosh. Well, this is the thing. They're not mutually exclusive. I know they're not. But that's the thing. I know thing. they're not. But men, but a men lot of times. don't see it like that. Um, I know, but a lot of times men don't see it like that. Right. But I want to encourage yeah. men that, like, I, that to know that women see that when a man, like, seeks therapy. If that he, is. If he, if, if he, if it's if, a necessity. No, if, it, if it's him. a necessity or right. even if he's just like, you know what, like, I'm nearing a big milestone in my life I want to or what nobody is perfect I think 
therapy is good for just about anybody. Like, I'm sure everybody has something that they can work on. Right, but so, you have to be careful about which therapist, obviously. I know, but that's a different conversation, Christina. But what I'm trying to encourage men to see is that we don't view that as a weakness. Like, women view a man who goes to therapy or who's open about his mental health as a strength. You know, right, like a, right. a man who's on top of his mental right, health. Right, exactly. A man who's just wallowing right. and saying, oh, yeah, yeah. that's and not, yeah, and, yeah, no, that's, yeah. women don't, and they're saying, oh, I don't need therapy, whatever, screw that therapist. Like, right. that's not, look, I can handle it on my own, I don't need anything. Right, that but your normal day to day is not happy. Yeah, <laughs> women don't see that as strength. Women see, and like human beings should see a man who is able to take a step back and have that kind of mature outlook and to say like that's to say listen hey it might be a good idea for me to talk to somebody so I would just encourage and I think that in 2021 that that has become very in like to be very like open about mental health and mental wellness um right I think I'm really happy about that because I think that it's become a lot more regular and not something that's so taboo and especially with um if also if any men that are listening or women that are listening that are seeking a therapist they're really easy ways like talk space and um and oh god there's another one that where you can literally just like it's a index betterhelp.com like an index of therapists but yes on yeah. what you were saying Christina and yeah. something that we've experienced so when we when our parents got a divorce when we were like I was in fourth grade the first thing that they did was throw us in therapy and we probably met with like 15 different <laughs> child psychologists and therapists, like all ranging from just very strange <laughs> to like really amazing. So we've pretty much, we've seen a huge gambit. And I think what you're about to say, Christina, is that you do have to be really careful about who you entrust as your therapist because there are a lot of psychopaths out there <laughs> who are masquerading around as mental health professionals. Yep. Yeah, and I was going to encourage people who mm-hmm. to seek out a faith-based therapist, and there are different websites for that as well because especially if you practice your faith and that's important to you, you don't want to go to someone who has a book about just my my life was so much better when I divorced my husband on the the coffee table. Yeah, no, it's true. So it's just that's yeah. not the goal of your therapy. And sometimes mm-hmm. therapists, you can you can go down all sorts of rabbit holes. Yeah, with these totally. things, <laughs> you can go down a lot of rabbit holes. That's why no, it's, it's so important true. to find someone who shares your values. Yes, yeah, yes, but. no, definitely. I've been led a bit astray by a few well-meaning therapists, but definitely not in line with me at my core. I know you have too. I mean, we both. I've I can speak on my experiences, and I definitely had worked with some some pretty you know just ill-advised um people that were well-meaning but also that were like just shut out your family like just crazy stuff that is just not like okay I get what you're saying but anyway but so therapy good but also being discerning about picking who your therapist is and also because you are in such a vulnerable place when you go to therapy so that's why it's like it's a big deal um but anyway okay um but I, and I love Christina that that was a conversation that Dan and yeah. you had. I have had that as well with Alan, and we've been very open about about that. Like not to like air my things, but um, but yeah, it's something that that I I definitely would encourage anybody who's in a relationship and it's kind of getting to that next level of being mm-hmm. seriousness. Like have those discussions because it does, and it also makes it something that you can talk about if anything were to ever come up. It's not then this this topic that's like you can't approach that's at all. Um, okay, so moving on. Um, oh my gosh, Bachelor Matt James and frontrunner Rachel Kirkconnell 
this huge bomb situation. Have you heard about this, Christina? No. What is about the next? Chris? What um, is the next Chris. Thing? Um, wait, Chris. Oh my gosh, Chris Harrison. No. You haven't heard. Oh my gosh. Okay. So I just don't pay attention because they're trying to get more ratings. No, all no, the no. Time. But this is like really bad. So <laughs> what this is, is it? No, this is really bad. So Chris Harrison did a so the it started off, Rachel Kirkconnell is a front runner in Matt James's season. They're in the season right now. We're at like week eight. We're about to be at week nine. Um they just did hometowns, even though the family just came. Okay. So that's where we're at. Rachel is a clear winner. She's the only one that Matt has told that he is falling in love with. She's the only one. Okay. And he told her this like two episodes ago. So he's like super into her. Um, Rachel, however, um, it recently photos of her um, at these like kind of racist parties have popped up. So one of them was at her sorority and it was like this deep old South party that was like very, it was bad. It's bad. It was like they were on a plantation or it was like a plantation type party. Kind of Hmm. not good, not good stuff that even though it's a, Oh, it's, you know, she did this years ago, whatever. Like, you know, better. I'm sorry. When did she post that though? It was it was like two years ago. This is not. Yeah. She was like a full functioning adult. You know. I know, but she maybe she's different now. I, I it's, well, no, no, and yeah. I. This is the thing. This is the thing. I personally believe that she didn't realize all the implications of going to a party like that. Right. I and mean, that's what she said. I went to. Remember, I went to a. What, what, what a Playboy you? Bunny oh, party when I was yeah 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 when, when I was in college, college and yeah, yeah. I had I posted a photo online I know and about I'll never that. let you live that down yeah and, and you one also of my friends for Playboy so you know <laughs> but one of my friends even Cyclical. mentioned to me something she's made a comment about it and then it made me think about okay why am I going to a Playboy Bunny oh party? yeah she said something a little yeah snarky, yeah because right? it was why would I do that and. Then, but that's why just because I had a photo doesn't doesn't mean that 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 identifies me or that describes who no, I no, am. No, 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 totally, totally, totally. It was though in very bad taste, and I think that Rachel she handled she like wrote something on social media just saying that she didn't understand the implications and that was it was a racist party and she like owned it, which was fine. So that was good, but also. Let's keep in mind, Matt is the first Black Bachelor. It is 2020, 2021. Tensions are incredibly high. This is not the time for something like that to be coming out about the 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 projected winner. So this then, is so planned. Yeah, all no, no, because then this Chris. Is so planned. No. Of course, they do background checks on the girls and find out what's on their social media. Alessandra, okay. the media is smart. Oh my god, you, you think it's planned? Of course it Wait, is. No, 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 no. Can I tell you They're what else happened? Some girl. Of course. Can I tell you what else happened? Can I tell you what else happened? Yes. So yes, yes, okay, yes, so yes, then yes. Chris Harrison did an interview with Rachel Lindsay. Remember, she was the first Black Bachelorette. Rachel Lindsay, love Rachel. She is the, ho- the one of the hosts of Extra, um, the Access Hollywood, oh. um, the opposite of Access Hollywood. Well, not the opposite, but the you know the the counter, the competitor yes. of my my Access Hollywood. So anyway, they did an interview together, and Chris Harrison's interview was just really bad like really bad he just it was very um really just like not like just when you I I listened to portions of it and it was very just like kind of not talking down to Rachel but like Rachel Lindsay but just very like just not he didn't handle it well at all at all Hmm. at all he gave a lot of excuses which I get but it was just also just in very bad taste, especially just considering, Chris, this is 2020. This is 2021. Like, this is not the time to be just, I, 
I don't think he what he, he needed say? a lot of media training, and oh. it, it really f- had face planted. Okay. He said, "Oh, it's not a big deal. Like you know, it was okay. a couple. It was so long ago, and like just really kind of when Rachel Rachel's very assertive, and like Rachel's open to having a conversation, but it was very." kind of condescending a little condescending mm. like to be completely honest mm. that said this this is my opinion this yeah. is 100% my opinion yeah, so look into I, it if yeah you're look into it yeah. I don't think Chris Harrison is a horrible terrible person I just think he gave a really bad interview and he didn't understand how important this interview was and the potential implications that it would have and basically now the the social media has come after Chris Harrison. Oh he is stepping away from The Bachelor. He's no longer, he's stepping away, no longer doing, he's not doing, um, I think he said he wasn't doing After the Final Rose. Mm-hmm. And they're going to be basically getting a different host for, I believe, the next season. But it was bad enough that that happened. <laughs> and then Matt... It's so crazy. And then Matt put out a statement, um, I think like yesterday or the day before, just being like, hey, I'm devastated about what happened. And it's just, it's really disheartening and upsetting. That would be terrible. It's just terrible. And this is probably like my, I'm thinking that he probably picked Rachel and now all of this stuff is out. And like, it's just a total mess. But my question for you and something that I wanted to talk about in real life for people who are dating, okay, is it like let cancel culture in in what we're seeing? Chris Harrison yes. is essentially being canceled. Yeah, okay? he is. Which His career is over. It's it's sad. Um, it, it, it's a lot. It's a big reaction. It's a big reaction. But this is the reaction that our society is now having when somebody missteps and doesn't just when somebody missteps. Right. It's a cancel culture. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. When you are dating, should people cancel people that they're dating if there is that kind of misstep or misunderstanding. What are you what are your yeah. thoughts about that? Well, it definitely depends on the gravity of whatever mm-hmm. the misstep is. If that misstep is cheating on you, yeah. 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 Cancel yeah. that person. Mm-hmm. So my thought, my question, totally cheating, of course. My question was more kind of race. And like understanding and somebody who maybe doesn't have exactly the same experiences right. as you okay. or race or yeah, religion. Let me talk about that. So less about like yeah, let me talk an about obvious thing because right. yeah, somebody obviously you cancel them if they cheated on you. Right. But less obvious things, kind of social justice type things. Yes. Race, religion, say you're Jewish and you're dating somebody or say somebody's Jewish and and you know you're dating somebody Jewish, and they say something that was insensitive um, to a religious thing, like or say somebody's Catholic, and your partner says something that's super insensitive. Like, is it should, should people just cancel them? Yeah. So I think it's di- religion and ethnicity are totally different things because mm-hmm. there are some people who have ver- for very valid reasons want to date someone of the, the same religion. Mm-hmm. The with social justice issues, that's where the lines get more blurry. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to just offer this for people. If you don't ever want to don't want to ever allow yourself to ever make any mistake in the future, cancel people mm-hmm. out of your life. Yeah. If you think that you're perfect and never, and just think that it's so easy, I feel I get like that. Yeah. I get like that. that I do everything the right way. And what did this person do? Why would they do it like that? Mm-hmm. So I am not saying this in a way that I'm thinking I'm better than everyone. Mm-hmm. No, we as humans, it's very easy to cancel people, to cancel situations, to cancel groups, mm-hmm. to cancel just everything out of our lives so that we're isolated yes. because we think that we're mm-hmm. the only ones who are perfect and we are not. And I've had to mm-hmm. learn that. And I continue to learn that hard way, especially as a mom. I learn mm-hmm. it every day. Yeah. So especially when you're single though, 
and you're trying to be open to find the right person, mm-hmm. these are these are things that conversations need to be had. They need to be and had. And it's, yes, this is a very intense situation that I'm sure they will hopefully talk about. Mm-hmm. And you can see, for instance, if I were him, I would want, I would talk to her about it and say mm-hmm. the gravity of how that made him feel of this is re- a really big deal and to yeah. see what she says. Yeah. If it's for her, oh yeah, it wasn't a big deal. We just were partying and yeah. that. I don't know how she talks. No, 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 no. It's that a, was very a sorority accurate. girl. Very accurate. It's not all sorority girls. Rachel, is that you? <laughs> Rachel. Is Rachel on the show? <laughs> I'm just using Rachel this. speaks out. <laughs> Yeah, it's like not really a big deal. Right, but yeah. if she no, is yeah, yeah, extreme, yeah. if she takes down those photos immediately, oh, yeah. if of she tells she him, yeah. if yeah. she profusely apologizes that that was me, everyone and like, wants to learn. Right, and wants he's to like, learn. please tell me like right. why this was like I now I get it. Wow. And that's what she, her statement showed. Right. Oh, and yeah. that's that is yeah. something if okay, if you want to cancel out of your life, go for it. Yeah. But you're gonna be worse for wear mm-hmm. because of that. Because mm-hmm. you weren't open and then next time you make a mistake. Yeah, we're just you wanna be canceled? Think about that. Perfect. It's Nobody's so perfect. That is such a good way. What is it who casts the first stone? The blah 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 yes, that casts that's the first true. stone. What's that yes. what's that quote? Yeah. The, Let the person who's never sinned cast the first stone. Yeah. 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 That's, that's a, yeah, that's a really good, yeah, no, I totally agree. It's, it's, um, it's something that is like, I can empathize with people who are just so emotionally triggered sure. when people don't understand that something that you did was really insensitive. Right. But also, right. we need to be. We need to be. We need to be understanding because otherwise, learning can't happen. No, no. like how could we? How are we gonna ever evolve and learn if you do one thing wrong and then you're just banned, banished, excommunicated, canceled? It's like even with like Catholicism or like say like if we do something wrong in say we sin. Okay. Right. Yes. Say we sin. And this is, this is why this, I really love this about the Catholic religion. The Catholic religion says you can sin. Just make sure that when you sin, you go to, you have to, first of all, recognize that you sinned. Mm -hmm. Then you go to confession. You confess that you've sinned Mm -hmm. and then you do your penance and you, whatever that penance may be, it might be like seven Hail Marys. It might be, you know, I know that priests give that, but also like a penance for a situation like this could be like, hey, go volunteer, like go work with people that are different than you go, you know, whatever it might be. But, yeah. um, but yeah, I mean, I think that there's people, forgiveness. There has to be forgiveness. Mm-hmm. There has to be forgiveness because exactly. Otherwise we'll, isol- we'll be isolated and, and perfect and that's the thing in relationships, right. you can always be right, but you will always be alone. Mm-hmm. That's with relationships. Oh yeah. In a relationship, girl, you're probably right 99.9% of the time. He's most of the time wrong, but you could be right 99.9% of the time, but you will be alone because you, you, nobody want you, you can't, that's not a way to do a relationship. It's true. So it's true. And even in marriage, even after yeah, oh. you've. You've said yeah. I do to that person. There's going to be a lot of times where it's much easier to put up a wall mm-hmm. to that person that they did this. How could they do that to me? Yeah. And then, like, of course, if you know. need to take time to yeah. cool off, that's understandable. Yeah. But forgiveness and reconciliation, mm. I think that's the underlying message that we want to and reconciliation. put out there. And not, not excusing any kind of behavior that is racist, right. obviously, right. but also not, but but being able, exactly, giving forgiveness and reconciliation and teaching and learning and growing from it as a society. So anyway, okay, moving on. <laughs> okay, so I think we've talked a little bit about Patreon before with you, but we'd love to have you join our club. So make sure that if you like what you're hearing and you want a little bit more, sign up for Patreon. You'll get just exclusive photos that we're not putting on social media. And what is it? Matchmakers in the city, Christina? Yes. Just matchmakers in the city. Patreon.com slash matchmakers in the city. Exactly. Love it. Moving on. 
Sisterly advice. Every week we answer a listener's burning question and every week we give you advice that only your sister would give you. Hi guys, I love the podcast. Question. I just started dating a guy I met him on Bumble and we've been on two dates so far. I tried to find him on Instagram, Facebook, LinkedIn and everything and he just isn't there. I'm kind of feeling, I'm kind of freaking out since I can't find him. How can I tell if he's not a serial killer or married? From a single crime junkie. A single crime Crime junkie. junkie. That's great. (laughs) Oh God, this is so difficult. So, but... We think background checks are extremely important. That's why, as a company at Matchmakers in the City, we do background checks on every potential, we do every possible person. Background we check. We do a background check. We do a social media check and a sex offender search. Yes. If there's any red flag in the background check, we then do a full blown court, like court. Um, what is it when you're excavating? Yeah, a court runner, but it's an excavation. Yeah. Because we literally have Anthony like dig into every single case number, give us exactly what everything is. So we go hard on this and we're very firm believers in this. Mm-hmm. Um I will say, so listener, thank you so much for listening. Um um uh, yeah. I'd be freaked out too. I'm not going to lie. If you've tried to find him on every social media and you can't find him, it is a little alarming. My advice to you is do not do anything solo, aka going to his home, going to his apartment. Um, Don't do anything like that until you can validate his existence on the internet. Right. And you can talk to him. Oh, hey. Friend me on Facebook. Friend me on Instagram. Absolutely. All those things. Find me on LinkedIn. Just tell him those things are important to you. Yeah. And just be friends on it. And then if he says, oh, I don't have anything, then you just keep mining the internet. And then you probably should pay for a background check Huge red flag. Yeah. Because if you've done all those things, the social media search that we just talked about, if you do the sex offender search, if you do... Just mugshots.com. If you do all the things that as a lay person are at our fingertips, you should hire a service like we do where you are able to scan that person and really figure out what their backgrounds are. I don't trust anybody and I really, I'm a firm believer in that. So definitely make sure safety is number one. So until you can validate his existence um, in, in some way, only go on dates where you're meeting in public, right? Um, because right. you don't know he there where there's if if he's not on anything, then he may be married. It might not even be his name. I remember I once right. dated a guy I met on an app, and in our second date or third date, I was calling him by the wrong name because and he told me he was like, "Hey, so like that's just the name that I use when I'm like on an app." And I was like, wait, excuse me? Oh, and wow. I to, and I never could find him on anything. And literally, I almost died. I almost drove myself insane because he was unsearchable. He could be just he was, a really common name. If, if No, his anywhere. name was very no, 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 specific. No, 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 not you. I'm just telling the girl. I don't want her to it get was, too freaked out because he could yeah, have a very no, common name. No, it's like John Smith or something. Right, right. Yeah. But just make sure you do this. No, and you can even tell him. You can even just say, like, I'm a big believer. Honesty is best policy. You can be like, listen, mm-hmm. I listen to a ton of Crime Junkie. Like, this is nothing personal. I don't think you're a serial killer. But, like, is, could you just, like, add me on something? Like, make it a joke. Just be like, could you just add me on something so I know you're not, like, married or, like, a serial killer? Just like I need like it's just a rule that I have so I don't like I just listen to a ton of crime podcasts and I'm a little paranoid that's cute make it a cute thing but make it a thing all right moving on we couldn't help but wonder as sisters we grew up watching sex in the city now as personal matchmakers in 2021 we are living in a very different dating landscape than the ladies once were in our segment we debate each question that carrie couldn't help but wonder episode by episode through today's lens and this is season three episode one. Oh wow We've we're in season, season three. three where there's smoke dot 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 so what carrie couldn't help but wonder do women just want to be rescued. Okay, so basically this is the episode where the ladies take the ferry to Staten Island. Um, because <laughs> don't do real life, don't do that. <laughs> <laughs> our 
My in-laws did that when they were visiting New York, and Mr. Pineda got lost on the island. There was nothing to do there. Oh, dear Lord. Dear. (laughs) Sorry. That's hysterical. No, it's fine. It was a hilarious story. I know. That is so funny. Um, Where, so Carrie is on the jury for the New York Fire Department's annual male calendar finalist selection <laughs> so the new you know the new york city yes. department okay fireman do you remember this episode um and then with a politician who then is interested in carrie and then so that's that's one of the things sam samantha gets the um oh get, oh she gets the hottest fireman um in her bed but she then Okay, do you remember this is the episode where she goes to the fire station yes. and they they yes. sleep together, but then there was a fire, and um, it, it's she, it uh, they 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 don't give the full thing, but there was a fire, so she's like basically naked, and then all the fire people come in, all the firemen oh, run in, and yes. nobody cares, yes. and they're like, hey, lady, give me my equipment yeah. or something. So really funny. So, like, that was no longer a fantasy. Um, and then Car- um, Sh- Carolyn, Charlotte's um, um, next dream print suddenly turns out to to be too macho. Um, uh I forget what that is. But anyway, and then Miranda insists on um, proving her independence by refusing um, the... Okay, so this is where Miranda um, has to get laser eye surgery. And then um, and then Steve says that he will drive her, of course, or that he'll bring her to her... Um, bring her home from her surgery. But, like, um, Miranda's just trying to be really independent. Oh. Um, so, yeah, yeah. But anyway, I forget Charlotte's storyline. I'm sorry, but something about a macho man. Um, apologies, you guys. I usually do a bit more research, but we were very busy today. Um, so anyway, but the though we couldn't help but wonder, do women just want to be rescued? Mm, that's the whole fireman uh-huh. fantasy. What do you think, Christina? Hmm. Well, we're actually going to be recording a video about Cinderella mm. soon. And it's, I think... I think women do have a certain level of wanting to be swept off our feet. Uh-huh. At the very just core of our beings, it's this, this special place. I know. It's where so we like, weird. Even if we're very capable, independent women, yeah. we do like it when a man takes charge. Oh. Even the most <laughs> independent women love it when a man takes charge. As we always say... There's nothing sexier than a man with a plan. It's true. It's so true. Yeah, so I would say, I think in certain ways, I think it can be problematic when people are thinking, oh, he needs to rescue me out of my family drama, or because these are any issues that you're facing, dealing with, with relationships in family or work, you really need to wrestle. Those are the, the things that you need to wrestle with in your life. And no man can be the savior for you. Mm-hmm. So, and also your spirituality. These are things that you can build up that will actually really attract the right kind of man mm-hmm. rather than depending on a man. Because if you expect a man to rescue you from all of your problems, you end up depending on him and in an unhealthy way and it creates a very unhealthy relationship dynamic dynamic where you are always dependent him for every little thing yeah definitely Miranda takes it too far no it's so true that's the whole thing with like I always talk about the pendulum Mm -hmm. and how there is obviously one extreme or the other but I do think and maybe I'm just speaking from me and from a lot of the women that I work with but I'm more thinking of for me right now just kind of um I know that even though I am a very successful person very independent you know I I don't need you know financially or otherwise you know even though it is really lovely when you know that I have that 
that, that I have that of from a man. Like, I don't need that to, like, save me from my life. Like, I love my life. I love everything. But there was always this kind of, this weird, unspeakable thing where it was kind of like, I was, was like, oh, yeah, like, I'll meet a guy and then I'll just totally, like, not have to do anything. Mm. Like, I know this sounds crazy, and maybe this is because I also, and maybe because I watch too much Real Housewives or whatever, but, but even though, but even in Real Housewives, they still do things, but, like, I don't know, like, I always had, I was like, oh, yeah, like, when I meet my future husband, I will just kind of throw my hands up, and he can just take the reins, like, Jesus take the wheel, but then the thing is, like, I don't want that. Like, I, I'm aware that I, that's basically, there's a level of surrender that you need, obviously, in a relationship. You can't, just because I have also, I can be, I I, I kind of have to be like, um, what's it called, it, into submission, kind of, in Strong relationships. Arms. Yeah, like, like, I know for me, it was a hurdle to get to, the point of like, oh my gosh, like, okay, let me like be in peace and rest in this wonderful relationship that I'm in and I don't have to fight it. Like, I don't have to be like, like, like fight for my independence, fight for like, like, no, just relax, relax. And like, sometimes I can take the lead and I can plan and I can, you know, take it, you know, my partner away from whatever he's dealing with. And sometimes he can do that for me. But it's weird, though, because in my the way that I would view relationships was like, oh, well, my future husband will just don't worry. I'll just. Mm -hmm. But what is that future? What would that future have been? It would be me gaining thousands of pounds (laughs) sunbathing, like getting premature wrinkles, which then I would use as money to fill with filler and Botox. So like, I but that's not even the fantasy. That's not the life that I want. Like I'm so, I love working. I love it. Like it feeds us. We always talk about like not, we wouldn't want to sell our company because what would we do? Okay. We're sitting on piles of money. (laughs) Right. We've had offers from a lot of people to buy the company. Yeah. For millions. And we just, we're like, what are we, what do we do? Sit on piles of money. Like that's not, we like working. We're like, we're Conti's. We also bred for working. What we found this is a calling (laughs) for us. It's not just, we don't just like random work. No, no. Oh my God. No. Ew. Ew. Random work. Ew. God. No, but it's so true. Maybe, okay, and maybe by me sharing that, like, that was a really vulnerable thing for me to share. Mm. But, like, I don't know if you ever had that fantasy as well of just, like, oh, just, just whatever. Because now that I'm in what I think is going to be my long future relationship, like, I really like the idea of like building something together. And obviously I'm very blessed that Alan is, you know, very wonderfully successful in his career and doing really well. But it's also like I still am encouraged and I still have that level of ambition that I've always had to continue. Like even when I was talking to Alan, I was like, you know what? I would really, oh, sorry guys. I was like, you know, I really would love to, um, I'd love to write a book. Like, I think that that would be like one of my next steps. Like maybe once, once I'm married or Mm -hmm. once I'm, you know, at that next level in my relationship with Alan. But like, anyway, I don't know. But I do think that even for, like, I'm speaking for myself, even for, I am probably one of the most independent, self-sufficient, love my life person, I still had that, you know, fantasy of just totally like, oh, he'll swoop in. But then I've also come really close to that as well. But the reality of that in 2021 in like modern culture is that, yeah, it's a wildly wealthy guy, a, you know, billionaire guy. But the thing is, 
he then, yeah, he'll swoop up. He'll he'll take control of everything. He'll call you at all hours of the day. But he'll, like, own you. Mm-hmm. Like, you're then, like, right. it's about him. It's mm-hmm. about his whims. It's about making him happy. Mm-hmm. It's like, yeah, he, he, they'll, you know, they'll pay for everything and clothe you with all the Chanel you want um, and feed you with all of, you know, Hollywood's finest, you know, Mastro's finest steak. But at the end of the day, like that kind of saving fantasy of the billionaire swooping in and just like taking control of everything, it comes with, okay, well, you then, you better be looking your best all the time. Like, you know what I mean? Like, the, mm-hmm. for me anyway, I felt pressures to that there was an expectation of my physical appearance, mm-hmm. the way that I might just being available for him all the time, emotionally, right. like the boundaries. No, there's no boundary because he he's a billionaire. So like they don't, you know what I mean? So I mean, obviously I didn't go so deep into that relationship. Right. For me, like you got, I, you got a but taste I, of that relationship. I got, yeah, I got a big old taste of that. Yeah, and it was not. And then I remember after leaving that relationship, that kind of savior, you know, type relationship, just feeling like this sense of like I went to the mall and I was like, "Screw you! I don't need your money." Lit and I just felt so empowered because I was like, I have my own money. Like, I love my life. Like, why would I? It's not easier to just live off of this guy's bankroll. And that month, I had the most highlighter on that Amex bill. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my god! Our listeners, if you Uh, haven't gotten that joke, you'll know that. I I've been audited. Our, I go through our Amex bill and highlight things that shouldn't be Literally, discussed. I get audited every single month. So IRS, you can like know that Christina Conti is Christina Conti Pineda is basically she audits me every month. But um I mean, so, but no, it was just like, no, it's fine. But I'm just expressing yeah. my experience great with that savior. Yes. And I, cause I was so close to it and you, and, but then I saw, I was like, oh wait, like, okay, this is, oh, this is wonderful in theory. But then in practice, it's like, mm-hmm. you need, I want you to wear this. I want you to do this. Like even just it's it's you know obviously I won't go into too much detail because I don't want to like give away who I'm talking about (laughs) um (laughs) but um but yeah so but anyway so I think there is something there's something to that right there's something to that right you know and maybe it's evolutionary or maybe it's Disney movie type situation where we were waiting for the prince to come um but anyway yeah that's just been my experience with it I will say though I have it once I now having matured that again like I actually gain pleasure from the the control that I have in my own life like I get so much pleasure out of being able be and I always did like I even remember for my 21st birthday I you know I I babysat at through college and I remember 20 I was turning 21 and I wanted to go to what was it uh sorry bring me to shadow room shadow shadow room so um sir bring me to shadow room this guy this like middle eastern guy that i dated would say that to sir and i remember it was my 21st birthday and um and i just said no i don't want some like guys buying me a a table i want to buy my own table it's my 21st birthday I want to buy my own table. Was it $450? Yes. But I just felt so empowered to do it for myself. So I, so there's like, that's real. And that like gets me excited. And so I think the fantasy of being, you know, sweeped off your feet, that's wonderful. And, but also for me, I've gained so much, I gained so much pleasure in just not having to depend on a man to do yeah. that. Um, but I also will say, though, um, 
something that I actually had this conversation with um, my significant other. Sorry to keep talking about Alan, but oh God, I know he hates, he's so private, but this is applicable. Um, but even about like planning, because that was one of the qualities and characteristics that I vet for, as you know, Christina, a man with a plan. Mm -hmm. If a guy can't plan, I am not having it. (laughs) I, it's a no, it's a nah for me, dog. I don't care how nice you are. I'm over. I don't care how anything you are. I don't want anything to do with it. But I also know that as there, as a relationship develops, um, for me, like I know what I like. Like I know what I like. I know the restaurants I like. I know the activities that I like to do. I know like if I want to do a carriage ride, I know I want to do that. If I want to get massages, I know I want to do that. But my struggle is letting him lead. And allowing him to make the plan. So I expressed this and I said, you know, I really want you to take the reins on like, (laughs) so he's booking us a trip to Palm Springs. It's all him. But like, will I suggest a spa day at the Omni? Yes, I will suggest it. But I also, like, that's my struggle because I think, like, I know that I know what I like and I know what I love and I'm just, I get so much anxiety, like, leaving the plan to somebody else. But I also know that I need to step back because he even said, yeah, you're so good at planning. Like, why would I mess that up? Like, you know what's good. And then he just pays for it. So... (laughs) like you made the plan and I am happy to fund it like it's fine which is great but like also am I expecting too much but I also know I have to stop doing it well but if you have certain things that you want to do you can agree on together I don't think that's a problem I know I know what I do have to work on I know for me just like letting alpha Allie and we talk about this I talk about this with Ryan in our next podcast, but like letting Alpha Alley just like let her stay at the office mm, and let like relaxed, like feminine beta alley like come out to play. Yeah. So I but that this is my That's my hard. challenge for myself is one hundred percent giving up the Palm Springs trip and just letting Alan plan it. But maybe I can request a spa, right? I can request a spa day. <laughs> Nothing wrong with the spa day. Right, we Requesting a spa day. Right? It's fine. <laughs> like, I request. But, like, he's he's planning now. That's fine, right? So, ladies listening to this, cha- join this challenge with me. Let your man plan something for you. So, like, if you've fallen into the thing that I've fallen into, which is, like, my taste is the best taste... Um, definitely like take a step back and let the guy plan, let him lead. And I, it's funny because I preach that so much because I need to, I needed to hear that so much. Mm -hmm. I preach the things that I need to hear slash needed to hear. Mm -hmm. So when I say something, it's because I need to hear it. I need it to be reaffirmed and I know it works Mm -hmm. because we see it work throughout 10 years. Yeah. Anyway, let's do a catching up with the Contis. Wonderful. Well, with uh, let's see, Austin, do you want to go first because you were you did the well? They already know about your talk at the the confidence talk that we're going to be sharing with you all. Yes, and then your Forbes, Forbes t- business talk. But what yeah. was the title of that again? Um, our relationships essential. Ooh. And we went into like we we really deep dived, and it was actually like a comedy show because it's on Zoom, and you have all these really serious business people. And I'm not that at all. And I don't masquerade to be that at all. So some guy asked me about the ROI on social media engagement and or like posting and so and I was like, I was like, oh, whatever his name is. I'm like, oh, you know, Richard. Listen, sweetheart. I didn't say sweetheart, but I'm like, Richard, you know, you're more of a of a right brainer, (laughs) a numbers guy. You know, what's the ROI? You know, we hired a new matchmaker. Things are going well. I don't know. I can't give you the ROI. Like, 
You know how they ask. She's the CEO. I'm the CFO. The COO. So she doesn't have those. I'm not the numbers numbers. person. I'm like, because then he asked me this other really complicated question, and I'm just like, I, and I just was like, well, you know what? I can tell you, you know, engagements up. You know. Oh, that's so funny. Okay, will they be able to? Do you no. have it written, or is nope. anything gonna nope. come from that? Or it's just a it's just a talking talk. point. Maybe at some point you can write. Yeah, an maybe at some it. point. Yeah, I need to write an article. That's yeah. actually perfect. I'll write an article for, for Forbes. Forbes. There we perfect. go. You have all the notes done. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. But that was my biggest thing. And then Valentine's Day, where Alan did an amazing job. We went to Four Seasons at Kalina. Mm-hmm. Four Seasons, and the restaurant is called Kalina. And I couldn't recommend it more. It was live music and they had a musician playing. It was acoustic and it was just outdoors and so romantic. It was Mm. the most romantic, just magical. We just had such a magical time. A prefix menu, but very magical. <laughs> Love it. Okay, great. And then I will be on Trending with Tim Marie on Monday, March 8th, I think. Is that that's yeah. Monday, Monday, March 8th? Beautiful. Yeah, so that's 4 p.m. Pacific time. So if you want to listen to us there, that would be great. Have a no, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. It's Monday, March 8th. Okay, wonderful. Wonderful, you guys. Well, thank you so much for listening today. Um, and also we've been receiving a bunch of just different emails from you guys. Um, Nina, our she's actually our executive assistant. Christina is not Nina, so when you email, because a bunch of people have been emailing oh, Nina, I guess we gave the email it's, thinking it's you. Okay. Um, but thank you so much for she's forwarded forwards them over to us. Um, but yeah, feel free to reach out at Nina at matchmakersinthecity.com. That's our executive assistant. She'll make sure it gets to us and also follow us on Instagram at matchmaker Alessandra Conti at matchmaker Christina Conti and we have an Instagram for dating in the city but it's it Anthony is in charge of that but you can still follow that it, it he kind of posts every every other week um all right you guys we'll talk to you soon bye, bye. thank you so much for listening to dating in the city for more information on how to be matched by one of our matchmakers, visit www.matchmakersinthecity.com.